Hey guys, we have an incredible podcast coming your way. We're going to teach you exactly how to look great, feel strong at your ideal body weight. How? By teaching you about the latest innovations and the discoveries about hormones, the herbs, the natural approaches that will help you to optimize your stem cells, your mitochondria. Please stay tuned. This is a show you must listen to. It's so hard to do the right thing when everybody else is... You go to Marie Counter's pie and, and you eat one of our pies at the class and it's yeah. like, where's the sugar? Right. And your right, taste buds exactly. go, ah. Oh. And then after a few weeks, you go back to Marie Counter's, you go... too sweet. Too sweet. It's like, what happened? And so John, uh, he, he, I, I followed with him. A year later, he's dropped over 140 pounds. Amazing. Tell me your favorite stories of people that you've had an impact. You showed these incredible pictures. Yeah, um, gosh, you know, that I'm trying to think. There, there's so many. Uh, I think, you know, there was a girl, and her name is Shada. She was in the, the photographs who lost 100 pounds, and her uncle had died from gastric bypass surgery, mm -hmm. perforated the main aorta, aorta, and uh, and it was she was devastated, very close relative. And she had suffered from melabotic syndrome, syndrome X, you know, but a medication for prediabetes, triglycerides, you know, all the usual high cholesterol, which people think is a lipidor insufficiency, which it's not. And so she was told by the doctor that she would never lose weight without bypass surgery, that it would take a Herculean effort for her to ever lose weight. And it was very demoralizing. Bypass of the intestinal yeah, bypass. Yeah, like it, he wanted her to have gastric bypass, the procedure that killed her uncle. And she's like, no oh way. My gosh. But it was when, when, when somebody tells you you're never going to be successful, it's demoralizing. But when a doctor, especially, or somebody you look up to, mm -hmm. and she was devastated. But instead of getting mad, she got even. And, and luckily, I found her right at the right time. And she took my ultimate weight loss program. She's, she's kept this 100 pounds off for a year. And the weird thing was, is that when I met her, she had a, a ruptured tendon in her foot and she was wearing a boot. And she was wearing this boot for a year, so she really couldn't do a lot of exercise. And four doctors said, you're gonna have to have surgery to fix this tendon. Well, after eating whole food plant-based oil-free for a year, the tendon miraculously healed, and, and, wow. and the doctors were like, "Well, we, you know, this is what they say when they—it's a miracle when they can't ex when they don't want to give credit to the plant-based diet. Well, we don't understand spontaneous remission, but tendons generally don't regenerate. But that I just think that's an amazing story that, that this was a side effect of eating a healthful diet. I, I had two clients that I uh, I never forgot. Um, it was in the early days when I was working with Nathan Pritikin, and then after that, I went on to develop my own health education Delgado protocol, and. Uh, it was a gentleman named John and he was a real estate agent and he said, you know, listen, I, I, I call on homeowners and I you know, give them flyers. I want to help them sell their home. And he said, and he's a big man, real big, tall, but really big. I mean, we're talking obese, but, but a big man. And I said, John, just come to our six week class. I, I found somewhere around six weeks is six weeks was the time because we'd start off with food preparations for people and we, we would serve the foods along with a lecture. And we mimicked what we were doing at the Pritikin Longevity Center, and I had all the slides and information updated them. And I still to this day have all those programs that I created uh, with Nathan Pritikin. And it's interesting because John told me at the end of the fourth week, the fifth week, he said, I almost gave up. He said the foods were just, because ah, yeah. he, you know, the sugar and salt. And Pritikin right. was really strict. I mean, right. no added sugar, salt, no, no, yeah, no like processed hammer, food, yeah. as strict as it could get. And by the sixth week, we told the clients, we said, bring a potluck, bring a dish that you've learned to prepare. And the other reason we were able to keep them on track, they had to fill out a 24 
uh, food recall. And my mom, Beatrice, who's now 82, she wow. was at the front desk. They were not allowed in the classroom unless they filled out their food yeah, record. Yeah, it does help keeping a food record. Huge, lot. huge. Mm -hmm. So on the sixth week, John brings his dish like everyone else does. He shares it with the class. He, t he tells the class how what, what's in it, how he prepared it. And he's beaming with a big smile. And he says, doesn't it taste great? And after the class, he comes up to me. He says, Nick, he goes, if I had not realized that I had ability to make a better recipe than you, I think I would have given up. And I'm thinking to myself, his recipe tastes just as bland as my original yeah, recipe. But he, his ability to taste it is neuroadaptation. changed. And they do change. It's like I said, people do not give it enough time. And plus, we live in an environment where people are always trying to get us to eat crap, no matter where we go, because it's so hard to do the right thing when everybody else is you go to Marie Counter's pie and and you eat one of our pies at the class and it's yeah. like where's the sugar right. and right. your taste buds exactly. go ah oh. and then after a few weeks you go back to Marie Counter's it's you go too sweet too sweet it's like what happened and so John uh, he, he, I, I followed with him a year later he's dropped over 140 pounds amazing 10 years later still the weights off mm -hmm. 20 years later still in great shape and so I see this as the ultimate the ultimate lifestyle approach to helping people because you 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 have to get them through that early period that's yeah. tough and I think it's that first six weeks somewhere in there we used to do 12-week yeah. classes but sometimes there'd be a drop-off people would miss classes whatever so somewhere around six weeks was about right mm -hmm. and I I remember um, uh, I had a client named Colleen and she worked in a hospital, uh, the food commissary area. And she says, I can't do this. Look at all the food we serve at the hospital. The food that makes us sick and, yeah. and, and, yeah. and nearly dead and fat. That's the and funny thing is you go in for, I had a friend that was in there for possible diabetes or heart attack. And while they were waiting for his results, they served him beef stew and apple pie and milk and really yeah yeah it's, it's like they want to ensure repeat business that's why they had so many mcdonald's in the lobby of, of children's hospitals wow yeah it's it's, it's so tragic McDonald's house, it's so tragic know? and and part of it let's face it the lobbyists the food industry uh i, I believe trump owns a, a meat uh company i mean there's things going on and i you know I, I love our government i love our country and at the same time we have too many special interests that are so powerful mm -hmm. That they are affecting all of us and causing our uh, medical care costs to be nearly causing us to be bankrupt. If it ends in industry, avoid it. Sugar industry, dairy industry, beef industry, pharmaceutical industry. You know, I, I don't know of a kale industry, do you? Because if they are, they, they're pretty quiet. <laughs> so Colleen, I said, listen, come to the classes. We're going to teach you. Like, you have that class coming up May 9th that I'm going to go to. May 7th, yeah. May 7th in Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks. So it's, it's going to be a food demonstration class and yep. the whole program. And I noticed that when you teach, when we taught classes, if we just gave them the didactic, the education, the, the reason to do it, you know, here's the science, you know, Caldwell Esselstyn and all that good science. But if you didn't show them the practicality of food preparation, yes. I never forgot the health educators that I hired back then, they knew the science. They would do the slides right. and the presentation every night and they'd enroll people in the classes. But the food demonstrators, uh, my mom and uh, Chris uh, and other people that were doing it, uh, uh, Denise, I, rem I remember to this day, I look back now in 20, 30, 40 years later, I follow up with these people. They're still in great shape. They look fabulous. But the educators that didn't do the food preparations, did not learn the steps of, you know, how do we right. go through the routine? Way overweight, heavy. And these guys knew the science. Right. But you can't eat the science. And that's why no. our mutual friend, Dr. John McDougall, I think has been so wildly successful because he had Mary, 
making 2,000 delicious recipes and teaching people how to do it. For know? me, it was my mother and yeah. uh, my staff, and we would we our whole house was you know per, a food preparation thing, and we would take full four course meals to a hundred, two, five hundred people showing up to these events. I mean, we That's literally amazing. fed the whole. We didn't have the hotels feed, and we didn't even allow the hotels. Yeah, to no, because they now they're pretty yeah, militant. They're, the hotels right. make you, you no, no, we got to serve it. You can't. Oh, right. Okay, whatever. And you have to teach them how to make it. You know, the thing is, is that <laughs> when you eat healthy, healthy food tastes good, and it does. It is a process. People that are raised in a healthful manner, like Dr. Goldhammer's family, they love Brussels sprouts. You know, they don't need flour and sugar and oil and salt and animal products. But that's, again, you know, it's what we like what we're used to eating, and that's a fact. And so if you eat something often enough, you'll learn to like it, like even vegetables. But, you know, vegetables can't compete. You know, we talked about the release of dopamine in the brain. Foods at a lower caloric density, like fruits and vegetables, don't send off all those feel good bells and whistles like, you know, chocolate and pizza. And that's that. That's why people are, are eating these these unhealthy foods because they have a high caloric density and they stimulate more dopamine in the brain. So they need to find other ways to feel good, like exercise and your favorite activity, sex. sex and, yeah. yeah. Sex. <laughs> what was that was an amazing show. And now I want to put it all together for you. How do you locate these incredible natural herbs, organic, the best, designed to help you to improve your hormonal balance, give you energy, help you to look and feel great? DocNutrients.com. This is our sponsor. There is a special quiz. Please take the immune system quiz, and it's going to give you some incredible feedback and ideas about how to strengthen your immune system during these troubling times. Be well. It's 2021 and we're here to support you.